0: You're listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast, episode number 40. In today's episode, I interview author, book coach, ghostwriter, and keynote speaker, Jazz Rawlinson. Jazz and I chat about her journey into book coaching and the benefits of writing a book as an entrepreneur. Enjoy. Welcome to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy, and on this show, we talk about inspirational journeys in life and entrepreneurship. Through soulful conversations with inspiring guests, you're sure to get clear, get organized, get enlightened, and get moving on your dream business with the perfect blend of strategy and alchemy. Welcome back to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy, and today I have the lovely Jazz Rawlinson joining me. Welcome, Jazz.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Jazz is an award-nominated book coach, resilient speaker and best-selling author who empowers female changemakers to transform their stories into books that create global impact. Often sought out for her empathic leadership and unapologetic advocacy for stigmatized issues such as domestic violence and child abuse, Jazz has worked with everyone from high-profile figures in the music industry to everyday people and entrepreneurs. She is highly respected for her unique ability to strategically and emotionally lead her clients through the writing and publishing process and has featured across global outlets such as Business Insider, ABC and news.com.au. Jazz is also the founder of Brisbane's first domestic violence memorial and an anti-human trafficking ambassador, and in 2022 will feature in front of 100 million people via the award-winning TV series Adventure All-Stars as part of her mission to end child trafficking. Above all, Jazz believes that everyone has a story with the power to inspire, impact and change lives. What an honour it is to have you on the show, Jazz. Thank you. So much, thank for joining you. Me. No, it's a
1: pleasure to be here.
0: It's fabulous to have you here. Uh, you know, I mean, the main thing that you do most of the time, when you're not being an absolute change maker and domestic violence and you know, human trafficking, anti-human trafficking warrior, is a book coach. Ghostwriter and speaker, and I'd love to know a little bit more about your journey to becoming, particularly, a book coach, uh, and what lights you up about it.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting because I was talking with somebody the other day who I used to work with at um, Southern C- Southern Cross University in Coffs which is where I went to uni as well. And I'd said to her, "Oh, like we were talking about some events for um, the end of the year," and I said, "Oh." Wonder if SCU would like to get me to come in and talk about interesting careers because I certainly never thought book coach could be a career. When I went to university, um, I studied psychology and creative writing, and I, to be honest, I didn't really know what I was going to do with those. I was just really interested in both, but there wasn't really much that you could do at that time with a creative writing degree other than to become maybe a professional novelist, but we all know that that doesn't always pay the best. And so, um, yeah, my journey was really that after leaving a, like a nine to five job, eight to five job back in 2017 to have my um, first child, I was also writing my first book at the time. And that was a real passion project as well. I certainly didn't have any idea what that would lead to or what it would do, but that book opened up lots of amazing connections and opportunities for me. And then through the process, when I was working with a publicity coach in the States, she said, Jazz, why don't you just do this as a career? You know, you've written a book, you've helped other people to tell their stories for many years. Why don't you just help people to write their own books? Um, because you've been doing that on a smaller scale. And I went, oh, I actually could.
0: That's a thing. <laughs> I, I just
1: hadn't thought about it because I think you know, when I first started wasn't charging any money to help people write their stories. Um, it was something I was doing when I created my book series Reasons to Live one more day every day. and I just did it out of passion, but after that conversation, I went, oh, I could actually help people write their full-length books. So that's that's really the essence, I guess of how I got into doing book coaching and ghostwriting. But I will say as well that I had been working as a magazine editor and doing ghostwriting for um, CEOs and things like that in previous roles. So Mm -hmm. I'd done plenty of writing, but it just wasn't, I was always doing it for someone else and I didn't know that I could actually make this a career.
0: Amazing. I love that. And just while we're on that, like, you know, what sort of style of books do you write? Because you've got a number of books, don't you? Yeah,
1: well, well, I was going to say if I guess if we talk about like my Reasons to Live series, which is a three-book series, um, it's an anthology series. So every book has 10 stories in it. Um, there are chapters from myself and then from other people, like really incredible people around the world sharing their stories of triumph over adversity. And so that series was really about um about spreading hope and how to turn pain into purpose. Mm-hmm. But I I guess I have a new book coming out soon and then I'm also ghost write books for other people. And the common theme is just um, those stories about transforming, you know, um, trauma into triumph. So Mm -hmm. there's lots of book coaches out there. Some will do business books and how-to books and things like that. I don't, I'm not interested at all in doing that. (laughs) I work with female entrepreneurs who might really want to transform their knowledge into a book. But we do it through the power of storytelling. So it's always a mixture of memoir and personal development as opposed to like just a really dry how-to business book,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: might not really resonate with a lot of people, might have amazing knowledge in it, but you've got to be able to actually move your reader to want to take action. You need to be able to inspire them, show them how to create impact. And the best way to do that is through storytelling and memoir writing so that's why I focus on that
0: love it what are some of the reasons entrepreneurs would want to write a book and and you know how have you seen that to as a way of contributing to their success so you know if entrepreneurs wanted to write say Mm. a memoir um that had you know maybe even like a business flavor
1: lessons yep
0: Yeah, like how have you seen that really contribute to the success of entrepreneurs? You know, because you work with people globally, I know that you've Mm. got a very broad audience around the world. And, you know, what do you see that that does for their business?
1: I reckon probably the number one reason that a lot of entrepreneurs want to write a book aside from wanting to create impact or leave a legacy is a lot of them are also aspiring speakers as well, or they may already. Be doing speaking as well so it's been interesting because when people reach out to me they either have a dream of becoming a public speaker and they want the book to get them there or they're already speaking and so they want a book that they can sell at their events and yeah. so I often say to, to entrepreneurs and change makers you need a book you know don't get caught in your head about how you're not a good enough writer or you're not famous enough you don't need to be famous. You know, I'm not famous, but I've been able to create a lot of amazing impact around the world and have amazing opportunities open up for me to speak, you know, at global summits and be part of award-winning t- TV shows and all kinds of interesting things simply because I wrote a book. But the reason you need to do it is because, um, firstly, as I mentioned before, the the number one way to actually um, create connection with your ideal Um, target audience or your ideal reader is through a book. Um, Because when you think about it, when people get up, say, on a stage and they do public speaking, there's always going to be something that your audience member is nitpicking about it. So they might not like Your accent they might not like the sound of your voice or the way you describe things they might they might not like the way you dress they might not like the color of your (laughs) hair they might not like my hair I was gonna say that they might be looking at
0: me (laughs) mine is looking um probably not true to life but you know my hair is actually like a pinky rose gold actually so um yes that's definitely a thing not everybody and and that's the
1: thing some people will look at you know people like um, myself and yourself, and go, Oh, I don't like her hair, or I don't like the way she talks or her accent. And so it can be easy to like for people to not resonate with the true power of the message that you're trying to get across when they're focused on the aesthetics. Mm. But when somebody reads a book, for the most part, as well as long as it's been well written and published well, all those little biases are gone. Because they can't hear you, they can't see you. All they're focused on are the words on the page. And so you want to get, if you want to get your message across to someone, if you want to show them why what you're doing is important as an entrepreneur, why they should be working with you or listening to you or inviting you to be on global platforms, then a book is the best way to do that. And if you're a speaker or an aspiring speaker, then you need to have a book that you can take along to sell at events because that also is an amazing tool for creating connection between people that have never maybe never heard from you before, don't know who you are. And having that book is a way to, yeah, establish that no like and trust factor. And mm-hmm. as a quick example, I mean, there's a there was a speaking gig I did a couple of years ago, small town down mid-North Coastway. And there happened to be a woman there who was um the managing director of a domestic violence service, and she heard me speak and then afterwards came up and got my books and then said, oh, I'm wondering if you've ever thought about doing storytelling and writing workshops for domestic violence speakers. And then she ended up booking me to do, you know, a number of workshops, which I didn't get a chance to do because of COVID. They're only actually just happening this year, two years on but i love that story because she didn't know who i was at all but the fact that i was an author i'd written books um and she could see them there establish that credibility for her to go oh i want jazz to come and speak to our audience i want jazz to come and teach you know the women in our um network how to how to use their their voices and speak up and embrace their story mm-hmm. so having a book is really powerful often often people won't even have to read your book to, to have that uh, credibility. credibility. It's interesting, like Mm. some of my biggest clients, like they still haven't read my books, but when they saw that I'd written a book, they're like, oh, she's got credibility. She knows what she's doing. Mm. Um, So it's just very interesting, but you should definitely write a book if you're an entrepreneur. And if you don't feel like you're talented enough, then um, you know, come and work with with someone like myself who's a book coach so that we can actually show you how to get out of your head and transfer transfer all of that knowledge into a book so you can create that impact that you want to create.
0: I love it. That, that leads beautifully to the next question is, you know, I, I would love to write a book, Jazz, you know that.
1: Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm still waiting for now. you to write that
0: book. Yeah, you, you know, it's <laughs> going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. And of course, you're going to be my book coach. I've told you that. Um, I've even told other people about you and said, go, go see Jazz. Oh, thank you. Um, But the idea of, actually getting out what I want to write about just boggles me Mm. and so I'd love to know you know how do you work with female leaders and change makers to get them to the point of publishing you know what are the steps what are the steps that you work them through to get them to that point
1: so there's a number of steps and there's some interesting things and some common things one of the biggest things is that people just get in their head and they have all these blocks there about why they can't do this. Like I said earlier, not famous enough, not talented enough, don't have enough time. When in reality, none of us have enough time. We just have to make time for the things that matter to us. But even so, um, a lot of people can come across, or a lot of women in particular, I find, um, have these blocks about, you know, what are other people going to say and think? What's my family going to say if I write this? What if my ex-partner comes, you know, out of the shadows and is unhappy that I've written about experiences in my life, like, you know, unhealthy relationships. And often those are, you know, they're common and it's worth giving them thought. And it's always important to recognize if you are actually safe to write your story. Yes, But for most women, I find that they are safe to write their story. It's just that they're thinking of everybody else except for themselves. Mm. And they're thinking about what everyone else is going to say instead of what is the cost of not sharing my story? Yeah.
0: You
1: know, what is, who's going to lose out by not hearing my story? And why am I actually doing this in the first place? if you don't have clarity on what the impact is that you want to create or why you're doing this, then you're just going to get stuck and blocked and make excuses for yourself. Um, and that's where, that's why whenever I work with a client, the first thing we do is go through, you know, my foundational framework exercises about, you know, who they're writing for, like who is it that you actually want to speak to and who is it that you actually want to help? Mm. And what is the impact that you want to create? And what is the core message that you want to share? Because this is not just about what you want to write about. It's what your ideal reader needs to hear. Um, So you've got to be writing for that person who maybe is your ideal client or your ideal target audience member. And then you've got to also think about what is the, the impact I want to create? What do I want to achieve with this book? And then how am I actually going to write a book that will help me achieve that? Mm-hmm. um so there are a lot of sort of foundational things that a lot of women often don't recognize they need to do and on top of that there is a lot of work that you need to do around mindset to get rid of those blocks so one of the first things I do with clients is to get them to go through um, a workshop that I filmed with um with some of my clients a while back with a Canadian EFT therapist Um, who does tapping and EFT um, specifically for people with with trauma. So we have this brilliant workshop that every time a client signs up, they can access that and it has specific examples in there for them to do to help them work through fear of what others will say, fear of speaking up, fear of being visible, um, and helping them to calm their nervous systems so that they can actually access their memories and, and write because, and I don't think a lot of book coaches teach this, but people talk about procrastination and, you know, I've got writer's block, but they don't really get to the core of why that's happening. They, mm-hmm. they just think, oh, I'm lazy, I'm not a very good writer, you know, I don't have anything to say. But usually underneath all of that is a fear of speaking up and being seen. Um, and like one of my clients, uh, a US woman, you know, she, she comes from Southeast Asian background. And so she was taught basically from the time she was born that women are always in service of men. Um, and that the, you know, the, the greatest thing a woman can do is be that support network for a man. And you're not just a, a wife, you're also a mother, you know, and a sister and a helper to your husband, uh, to your husband, and. Women don't really have their own dreams. They just live the life that they've been told to live. Mm. And so when she first started working on her book, she just kept coming up against these blocks all the time where she just would sit down but couldn't get it out. Yeah. And so we really had to go underneath to work out why she felt that way, and where that actually stemmed from, and then using EFT and tapping um, and also doing some different things like dictating your book, instead of actually sitting down and writing. These are all, you know, steps that I take my clients through to work out what's going to work best for them with whatever they're dealing with. Yeah. But there are lots of steps. And, you know, I have a resource as well that you're welcome to share, which is like my 14-step checklist for going from, you you know mm-hmm. your big idea to becoming a published author. It's lots Definitely. of steps along the way, but I yeah, think a we'll lot of people. Yeah, about
0: the show notes? I'll be growing that one for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of people just forget about the mindset stuff. They just think, oh, it's all about tools and hacks and strategies and hmm. it is like I have plenty of strategies for my I clients
0: like the content creation I find you know I think that's it's the same you know with creating content on social media with you know collaborating on podcasts you know whatever it may be I find that there there are a lot of mindset blocks around that mm. around you know their worthiness showing up to say yeah like you know will they say the right things will they offend anybody what will be yeah. the- me they're definitely themes that play mm. out when it comes to being seen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. and and even I struggle with those in different ways. I mean, I often um, will, excuse me, I will often dictate my newsletters and then type them up later because I find that if I sit down to write to my newsletter list, it's not as bad now. but I always had this feeling of oh, everyone's gonna hate me, gonna be bothering somebody. You know, people are going to unsubscribe because I've sent, you know, I'm sending an email every week and I just get all these feelings of, um yeah, like not wanting to bother people and unworthiness. And then that would block me. And I would sit there for hours trying to write a simple newsletter. So yeah. none of us are immune. It's just that we deal with them and, you know, it comes up in different ways, whether it's a book, social media, or a newsletter, but you have to get to the bottom of as you said, like what is the feeling of unworthiness and where does that come from yeah. um, so that people actually can speak up and be seen. Mm.
0: I love the idea of tapping, tapping for that. Yeah. Tapping
1: side I, I do it a lot and my clients, um, a lot of them now take it on as well and I'm like, look, just just mm. give it a go. If it doesn't, it's not for you, like no problems, but it might be the most helpful, you know, thing that
0: you've got in your arsenal. Absolute game changer. Absolute mm. game changer. Tapping is incredible and such a great thing to do for mindset um, around being seen, especially mm. and, and even our own personal safety as well, because that can be oh, absolutely. you know, just feeling um, that feeling of unsafe and bearing ourselves like like we can do when we're sharing our story. It's um yeah, it's a great, great tactic. So you you have touched on this a little bit, but you know, you you're a professional speaker as well. And I'd love you to dig in a little bit more to tell us how you have used writing and speaking together to make a difference um, and to also grow your business. So you talked about, you know, having those books at things where you might be speaking and vice versa. You know, what, what more can you tell us about how those two can work in beautiful synchronisation and um, and how you've seen that grow you know, grow the businesses of entrepreneurs and, mm. and
1: business as well. Yeah. So maybe one of the best examples I could share is one of my clients, Naomi. She's an Australian who lives in the US and she just spoke at a conference in Washington um, recently. And, you know, that came about because she she wrote her book with me last year and then published it at the end of the year and that book she really wanted to use that as a springboard to create um you know positive changes and uh, positive ripples of impact for women in the workplace specifically mm-hmm. um and her books all about um women's health issues and how they often create issues for women in the workplace in terms of you know women like herself with endometriosis or women who have chronic um you know female only health conditions they mm-hmm. can often well, they, they do often um, suffer greatly in their careers because they might be held back with management who don't understand that they have to take time off for surgery or because of these health conditions they're going through, you know, they may not get much. promotions that they deserve.
0: Yeah, but seen as, they're having to take a couple of days off work.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Women, when they go through menopause, you know, they start, you know, a lot of women can struggle with, um, you know, like um, hot flushes and um, sweating and brain fog and pain and all these random things. And so, you know, one of the women that we spoke to while we were working on the book said even something as simple as having a little fan on my desk, you know, having my workplace think about that or, or having them be more flexible with my um, the hours that I work or doing some days from home would be amazing. Mm -hmm. So when Naomi wrote this book, she really wanted to create impact, um, for women in the workplace and, um, advancing women's, um, equality in the workplace. And the book has been perfect for that. It's helped her to, yeah, speak at these major conferences, like the one she did in Washington DC recently. Um, and so, yeah, like writing a book is, and speaking go hand in hand, Mm. Um, I do that myself. So if I'm ever speaking in person somewhere, it's important for me to have my books there. As I said before, it's a great way of accelerating that connection between myself and an audience member or a potential client. Um, And, you know, it's a great way of adding extra income, you know, another source of revenue as well, especially for people who are just starting off speaking. If you're doing a lot of free speaking gigs, which you know I did for, you know, the first two years or something like that, having my books there was really helpful because at least I was covering some costs by being there. Um, so you know, it's it's just, it's just a no um, it's just a win-win thing, you know, like having a book and doing public
0: speaking at the same time works beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz, tell me what it's like to work with a book coach. Like, you know, what sorts of things, like what point should people engage you to work with them? Mm. And at what point does it sort of like, okay, we're done. It's done. done. So, yeah, so that's
1: a great question.
0: How, how do you, what, like, where? what are the entry and exit points?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a great a question. Because people, some people do get really confused. Mm. So, to just be super clear, like a book coach, in most cases, they're they're not going to take you through the, um, they're not going to publish the book for you most of the time. Most of the time we don't do publishing, we don't do marketing and we're not an agent. So I've had people sometimes say, oh, can you be my agent? And I'm like, I would love to, I can be your ally, but <laughs> I'm not, not yeah, an agent. Ally. So people will engage me either when they have an idea for a book mm-hmm. or they've already started a book but they're stuck. They don't know where to go from here. Mm -hmm. So a book coach is there to help you you know, really work out what the book is that you want to create, make sure you're writing it for the correct audience, make sure it's set up to be written correctly, to, to place you as the global authority that you want to be. And then some book coaches will just take you through the process of writing the book and then it's up to you to find the next people in your journey. I have a great you know, little network of of um, you know business owners that I can refer my clients straight to. I do mm-hmm. teach them about publishing and marketing as well. I have a course, write, publish, market your book like a pro. It's great for people that are self paced and they just want to learn all the steps for how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all my clients have access to that as well. So I do take them through what the steps are to like create a really great book launch so that you sell out all of your books before you've properly launched. And what are some, um, you know, here's some templates that you can use to promote yourself to the media. But at the end of the day, I'm not a marketer. Um, You know, I'm not um, a marketing coach. I'm not a business coach and I'm not a publicist and I'm not a publisher. Hmm. So I can give tips, but then I've also got a network that I will just refer them to. So I have a publisher that I'll refer people to um, and they can do everything in one place and it just makes it super easy. But I guess, yeah, the end point is um, for most book coaches is once we've finished helping you write the manuscript, that's usually the end point Um, unless somebody does what I do, which is then to help you create a bit of a publicity plan and a publishing plan and then guide you or hold your hand through the process as you, you know, find the right person for you.
0: I I know that this one can be a little bit like how long is a piece of string mm-hmm. but you know what are the what are the starting costs for someone who wants to write and publish their own book you know how much should people have in reserves if they want to take that road?
1: Mm, I get asked this a lot when it comes to editing I can't really tell you because it depends completely depends on the quality of writing and the length of the manuscript. Yeah. Um, and it depends what kind of editing you need, if it's just quite light or you need extensive editing and ghostwriting, writing. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess if I use my own, I mean, so if you want to work with a book coach, um, prices vary as well depending on how long you're working with someone. But yeah. when it comes to, I guess, the publishing side of things, I always say to people, if you just put aside, say, in a little book bank um, for your, you call it your book baby account, put aside $5,000. You could easily get the book, you know, edited and then put it up on um, Amazon or Ingram Spark. And you can do um, print on demand, which means you don't have to pay for any of the costs of printing if you just Mm -hmm. want to keep it really budget. I've done some of my previous books in. Mm, as little as maybe like two and a half thousand dollars or something like wow. that, and then if you are wanting to print the books as well, which I always do, you know you, you're going to have to add costs onto that. I'll I'll usually do at least a few hundred books to start with. So, you know, I'm always looking at a couple of thousand dollars for my print for my printing, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of thousand dollars for the um, publish uh, to get the book ready to be published. So you've got to think about. You've got to buy your ISBN to register the book um, and a publishing house will do this for you. I just get them to do it because it's easier. Um, But, yeah, there's lots of things like you've got to get a cover, obviously, you need to have it edited. That's just non-negotiable if you care about putting quality books out into the world and you want to make the most of all the time and money you've spent writing the book, then pay to get it edited. Mm -hmm. And you've got to pay to have it formatted, you know, print ready, um, you might want an ebook as well. So there's the cost of that. And then, of course, if you want to print it. Um, but yeah, I just say to people if you put like two and a half to $5,000 aside, you can probably find an assisted publisher or someone to do it in that amount of money. Or if you want to take a more budget approach, you can. But I guess to be like, it's so hard to answer, but I've seen assisted publishers out there with packages between, you know, maybe five and 10,000. And that's very reasonable. Mm -hmm. So if you go to a a publisher um, and that's kind of the price you're looking at, know that that's very fair and reasonable because they're taking care of all the things that I've just listed, but they're doing it in one place for you. So you don't have to go to this person on Fiverr for your editing and this Mm -hmm. person on Upwork for your cover and it just makes things really messy you just try and do it in one place.
0: Yeah, that's great yeah. advice. Absolutely. I can
1: I can say though if you're getting quotes of like $20,000, mm-hmm. no. Like mm. yes, yes if you're paying for a ghostwriter, like I'll just straight up tell you ghostwriters are an investment of at least 30,000 US or about 40,000 Australian if you want a good ghostwriter mm. because, you know, we're taking 6 to 12 months out of our business to write your book for you and spending hundreds of hours on it. But when it comes to publishing it, getting it ready for print, absolutely do not need to be spending $20,000. Something like I said, five to 10 grand is like a good, yeah, it's pretty much on the money.
0: Yeah, that's great to know. And I always remember one of the things that you teach and talk about is even to suggest that people can use crowdfunding. Yeah. To, you know, to see if, you know, there's a market for people to help fund their book. So that's Yeah, great yeah,
1: never be afraid to do that. I did it for my first book. Lots of authors do it and it, it is actually a great way of getting publicity for the book too because you actually grow a community yeah. around it as you as you're writing it and publishing it.
0: Yeah, I loved that idea. I thought that's just such a great idea. Um, Jazz, you've got a really exciting virtual mastermind coming up in October for women wanting to write that book that they might have been ruminating yes. on for quite some time. Can you tell us tell us all about it?
1: Yeah, thank you. So I had a two day mastermind coming up. Um, it will likely be the last Wednesday and Thursday of October. Um, it is called My Women of Impact. Um, book writing mastermind. And so it's specifically for women who have a, an idea and a you know book within them that they know really needs to come out, but they just don't know how to make it happen. So it's perfect for any women out there who either are in the process of, of writing a new book or they have an idea for a new book that they want to write. And what we'll do over those two days, it's virtual. So it doesn't matter where you're located. Mm-hmm. But what we'll do over those two days is get together and go through the actual, you know, foundational framework that I use with my clients to make sure you're set up to write this book successfully, go through everything you need to know about marketing, publishing, um, and we'll also be going through, you know, I'll have time to go one-on-one with with each of you as well and work out, um, yeah, like if the book idea you have has legs, <laughs> I'll yes. be honest with you, if I think it's not the right angle to take or there isn't a market for it and that in itself is is really invaluable because sometimes we can think that we have a great idea for something and it may be a great idea but it just might not it might not be a market for it or maybe it's just not the right timing mm. so we'll talk about that and I also have some special guests coming in to teach about um how to how to be a really effective public speaker how to promote yourself really well on podcasts and Um, at events when the book comes out. And then we also have a marketing and um, business expert coming in as well, who specializes in working with sensitive or introverted women. So it's going to be a really beautiful nurturing experience um, and only five women. So it'll be nice and intimate.
0: Amazing. It sounds fabulous. How can we get the details?
1: Um, just send me an email, info at jazzrollinson.com, or if you go to com slash bookcoaching, you can apply to work with me there. If you're most interested in the mastermind, just pop that on the form or if you want one-on-one coaching, yeah, com slash bookcoaching.
0: And we'll put those links in the show notes for anybody who doesn't have a pen right now. Um, fantastic. Jazz. I've got three questions that I asked all of my awesome. guests. Um, So the first one is, how would your parents describe what you do for a living?
1: Oh, I really love that. I think I'm lucky to have a really supportive mum. So she would probably say um, my daughter helps people to tell difficult stories and use those to create impact um but if I want to make a joke she'd probably say my, my daughter tells a lot of really personal stories that sometimes I'm not sure if I want everyone to know so <laughs> she yeah.
0: has a bit both ways yeah yeah she's, she's I love very that she knows what you do you. that's really yep. awesome that she knows what you do
1: yeah <laughs> I'm lucky in that way I
0: love it and what has been the most joyous part of your life and business journey to date?
1: I would say the the emails and messages that I get from people that really reaffirm that I'm, you know, making making an impact in the world. I got an email this morning from someone who reached out to me to ask me for some advice on like a bit of a sensitive question she had about book writing. And I, I didn't know if she knew me. I just, you know wrote back here's what i what i'd suggest and then she said oh thank you so much i i actually came across your books um, a couple of years ago when i was in my psychologist's office and she had them on the shelf there and we were actually allowed to borrow these books to read and she said i was drawn to your reasons to live books because that's what i was searching for at the time and she was like you've been instrumental in my my journey and I'm um, like you've become a role model to me and thank you for like helping give me reasons to live. And, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like what a beautiful message. But I've been getting those almost every day recently. So I feel like, you know, it's been years in the making, but I'm finally like creating that impact that I've dreamed of and that's that's the best part for me.
0: Yeah. Where can people get your books? They can just go
1: to jazzrollinson.com. Um, just click the books tab, and you'll find them there.
0: Beautiful. And uh, you hang out on the gram from time to time. But how can they find you on the on Instagram?
1: Instagram, it's just jazz underscore Rawlinson. And you'll find me when you see the blue hair. <laughs>
0: Fantastic! Well, Jazz, thank you so much for joining me today, and congratulations on everything that you've done. But also, there's some really exciting stuff coming up for you. Um, I know you've got a new book coming out. Um, do we hear the name of it? Are we allowed to know the name of it?
1: Yeah, it's called "The Stories We Carry." It should Stories be out. Yeah, it should be out around October.
0: Fantastic! We're very
1: excited for that yep
0: very exciting um all the best for your upcoming book launch and for your virtual mastermind it sounds amazing and of course for the television show keep going for that um adventure adventure all-stars coming up in november on the seven network
1: yes uh, in australia
0: seven plus so keep that um keep an eye out for that jazz thank you it's been such a pleasure
1: thanks sharon it's been fun
0: Thanks for listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy. Jump on over to find me on the web at SharonJoyCoaching.com. And don't forget, if you'd like to get all the details for Jazz's upcoming virtual mastermind, you can grab all of the details in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.